the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and I'll be with you for the next hour. We'll be talking about the Bible. We'll be taking your calls. Yes, we are a live program. If you're a weekly listener, you know we are live in studio. If you're not a weekly listener, let me tell you, we are here live in studio, uh, ready to take your calls. Uh, if you're if you're in need of prayer, if you want to bring something before the Lord, and we always do, we always need to bring something before the Lord. Look what the Bible says in in First Thessalonians, uh, the fifth chapter, the sixteenth verse says, "Rejoice always, without pray without ceasing. Rejoice always. Thank God that you have a place to come to pray. You have a God that hears your prayers. Rejoice always. We can rejoice that God hears our prayers. Rejoice always." Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And we just finished celebrating Thanksgiving. And I heard somebody say, you know, we celebrate Thanksgiving once a year, but we should be thanking the Lord and giving thanks 365 days out of the year. We never cease to be thankful. We never cease to be grateful. We never cease to give thanks to God. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing in everything. That means the big things and the little things. We bring all things before the Lord. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, I'm going to give you the phone number in just a minute, in just a second. Call in tonight with your prayer requests. I urge you, get before the Lord. That's where you need to be. That's where we all need to be right there at his feet, right there before his throne, making our petitions, making our requests. But above all of that, before you bring your petitions, before you bring your requests, bring your thanks. Bring your thanks. Bring your praise. Bring your worship. And let's go before the Lord tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. You know, I've gone too long already without praying. We need to pray and bring the, bring this program before the Lord. So would you pray with me? Would you pray for me that the Lord would just use this time that we have together for his glory, for his purpose? Father, we thank you, O God. We thank you, Lord, because you are awesome. You are mighty. You are powerful. You are majestic. And above all, you are sovereign, Lord. You are the God of all creation, and you do all that you desire. And I pray, Lord, that you would just use this next hour for your glory, for your purpose, for your plan, to reach your people, Lord, with your message and with your blessings. I pray, Father, that you would do all that you desire to do. Holy Spirit, take over. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. Thank you for tuning in. You know, I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for all of you who listen and call in and uh, bring your prayer requests and bring your questions 
So I'm thankful for for, the, for you, the listener tonight. I just know that the Lord has a, a blessing for you tonight. Somewhere in this program, if you'll bring your prayers to the Lord, if you'll bring your petitions to the Lord, I know he has a blessing for you in all that you need. So in all that you need and all that you desire, let's bring it before the Lord in prayer. Call in tonight with your prayer requests. Call in with your Bible questions. You know, if you have a Bible question, something that's been on your mind, something that you're thinking about, something that you're wondering about, you know, maybe you read something or heard something and you just want to get a better understanding. Let's let's search God's word. Let's let's search the pages of of of, uh, of the Bible because I know the the answer is there. The answer for your question is there. So call in tonight with your prayer requests. Call in tonight with your Bible questions, your Bible topics. You know, something you want something you want to talk about, something you want to get a better understanding on. And if you have a praise report, somehow the Lord has blessed you this this week, this month, or something you're grateful about. You know, you're grateful to the Lord. You just want to call in tonight and just give a shout-out to the Lord and, and just praise his name. Call in. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552 for the live on-the-air calls. If you have a prayer request, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer and you want to stand in the gap for, for your friend, for your family, for a loved one, let's stand in the gap together and bring your loved one to the Lord and just say, Father, we just lift up so-and-so to you. We lift up this person to you, Lord, and we just pray for your blessing. Let's stand in that gap. Let's do like the Bible calls us to do. Stand in the gap for the, for the person in need. We can pray for each other. So call in the number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. Well, a question I have for you, like I do, like I ask every week, what do you do on Friday nights? You know, uh, maybe you need somewhere to go on Friday nights, and it's not the movies, it's it's not out to dinner. Maybe you need to be in the Lord's presence. Maybe you need to be in worship. We all need to be in worship. We all need to be before the Lord. We all need to come into His presence. And I'm inviting you to come out and worship with us on Friday nights. We get together every Friday night. We weren't together last night because uh, we took the night off for, for, for because of uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, we just wanted to give everybody a break and give everybody time to recover from, from Thanksgiving. So we didn't have a meeting last night. But we'll be together this Friday. Uh, and we'll be in the main sanctuary uh, in the church. So come out and let's worship together. Let's pray. This is a, a Friday night prayer and worship meeting. So if you'd like to come out and pray with us, come out and visit, come out and visit with us. We'd love to see you there. We're inviting you out to, to the L.A. Gypsy Church at uh, 805 uh, North 1st Avenue. That's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. We get together Friday nights at 8 o'clock. So if you'd like to be in... If you'd like to be somewhere in the house of God, if you'd like to be before the Lord, if, if that's on your heart, if, it's, if you just feel the Holy Spirit tugging at your heart right now and telling you, be there, be there, go, then mark your calendar, set an alarm on your smartphone, do something to remind yourself that Friday's coming up in less than a week, and you're going to be out at LA Gypsy Church at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's easy to get to. Just take the 210 freeway into the Arcadia, Pasadena area, and you get off at San Anita Avenue. You're going to go north one block to Foothill Boulevard. 
make a right, go one more block, and make another right on First Avenue. And you'll see us. We're right at the corner of Forest and First Avenue in the city of Arcadia, 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock every Friday night. We get together for prayer, for worship. And we're in right now we're studying the, uh, the book of First Corinthians. Uh, we'll be in the third chapter of, uh, of First Corinthians this Friday night. And it's exciting. You know, we, something we, we noticed about uh, First Corinthians uh, is that uh, the same problems they had 2,000 years ago, they're still around today. We've still got the same problems 2,000 years later. You know, man hasn't changed much, but God can change your situation, your circumstance. God can change. You know, God is in the transforming business. This, that's what God does. He transforms. You know, they were having the same problems, but, you know, we can seek God for his transformational power to change our lives. So if you'd like to do that, if you'd like to be in, in study with us in First Corinthians, come out to LA Gypsy Church at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia, uh, 8 o'clock on Friday night. See, I was at the church this morning helping the pastor and some other friends. Uh, we were putting up the nativity, and you got to drive by at night because the nativity just looks amazing. And we're going to be uh, putting up some more church uh, decorations for the Christmas holidays. And it's going to be, the the nativity looks great. And I'm sure everything else is going to look even better. So come out and visit on Friday nights. And if you're looking for a church to uh, to attend on Sunday mornings, that's the same address. And Pastor Walter Hofflin is the pastor of the Hills Church at the same address and has services at 10 a.m. So if you're looking for a church to attend, a church to visit, a church to make your home, then come out to the Hills Church, 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. Uh, Sunday mornings, uh, 10 a.m. is the the service. Uh, Also, I just want to remind you that we are on podcast. So if uh, you've missed the program and you'd like to catch up or you'd like to share the program with somebody, tell somebody about uh, the Gypsy Christian Hour on podcast at kkla.com. Just visit the podcast page and you'll see us. Uh, and you can catch up and see different shows. We've got over 60 different programs uh, archived right now on the podcast, so go to the podcast page. There's other, there's, uh, other shows on, 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 on the podcast page, the Frank Sontag shows on there, Greg Laurie, and many, many other uh, uh, Christian teachers and preachers. Also, excuse me, something I haven't brought up for a while is uh, we are a... Uh, Sponsor. We're not sponsored, but we are a uh, program that takes donations and uh, listener-sponsored uh, program. So if you'd like to help us stay on the air, we'd love to hear from you. You can just make a check or money order out, whatever the Lord puts on your heart, uh, that you would help us stay on the air. You can make your check or money order out to uh, GCH Ministry, uh, the Gypsy Christian Hour, I should say, should make it out to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and you can send it into P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Would you pray about it this week? Pray about it and ask the Lord if this would be something that he would have you do to help support this program. Whatever you send in, a big or small donation would be greatly appreciated, and we'll go directly to keeping this program on the air. Uh, all donations go directly to keeping this program on the air. So uh, make your check or money order out to the uh, Gypsy Christian Hour and send it into P.O. Box 93917, 
Pasadena, California, 91109. Uh, we have a special prayer request. Ephraim is in the hospital. It says Ephraim is dying in the hospital. His son is requesting prayer, Elias, uh, for kidney failure. So, Father, we just come before you, Lord. We pray for Ephraim. We pray, Lord, your blessing upon this person, Lord, upon this child of God. Lord, we pray that these kidneys would come back to life, that there would be no kidney failure, but that your power, your life-giving power would just fill these kidneys, Lord, and that they would start functioning normally and correctly, Lord. I just pray for your power upon Ephraim. I pray for your blessing upon Ephraim. I pray, Lord, that all that you desire to do would be done for this, this man. Lord, I just pray, Father, that your power would be manifest in that hospital room right now, Lord. That the peace of God would fill that room. That the power of God would fill Ephraim. And that you would heal him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. The number is 1-888-995-5552. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer and you want to get before the Lord tonight, let's bring it before the Lord. If you have a question about the Bible, a question about Christianity, the cults, the occult, world religions, doctrine, theology, whatever's on your mind tonight, let's talk about it. Let's let's get it out there. Let's, let's see what the Word of God says. The number is 1-888-995-5552. Five, two. Let's go to our first caller, and we're going to talk to Jeffrey. Hi, Jeffrey. You're on the air. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? Hey, how are you doing tonight, my man? Doing well. Doing well. How are you doing? Um, I need a prayer because um, I've been in a relationship, and I'm not married, and we've been living together. So, I'm Oh, Jeffrey. The Jeffrey. The Lord is, huh? <laughs> what are you doing there, man? I know, but the Lord has made a way so I can get my own place, and okay. she can get her, she can get her own place. And um, I'm praying that the Lord can, because uh, I did it my way, and it didn't work. Obviously, we didn't get married or anything like that. So I'm just praying that the Lord has sent me a, a so, godly woman that's so that loves the Lord. So tell me what's going on. In, so tell me what's going on in this relationship. Why haven't you got? Oh, if, if you if you've been living together, why haven't you gotten married? Oh, um, because of she's kind of negative, and I've always been a positive person, you uh-huh. know, because no matter what's happened, because I had the type of father that always said everything's going to be all right. He never said anything negative. Uh-huh. So I grew up with that positive attitude and then getting saved. Okay. even more. So she says she's saved, but I don't believe it. Um, I don't know if she's got saved or whatever. You know, but see, that was know. my next I question. Go to church, huh? That was my next question. Is she a believer? She says she is, but when I try to talk about the Word, she says, don't tell me anything about the Lord. I'm like, okay. And so I tell her, uh, if someone want to tell me something about the Lord, I'm not going to tell them that. Okay, well, do you, do you guys go to church together? No. I used to want to go to church with her. She didn't ever want to go to church with me. Okay. So I was like, okay, fine. Well, those were, yeah. those should be a couple of red flags there, Jeffrey, you know, about right. about about You're her. Right. So, so um, you know, um, we don't have any kids. We don't have any property together. Uh-huh. I'm a veteran, you know, so... Oh, thank you for your uh, service. God bless you. You're welcome, man. But uh, uh, I'm looking, you know, I'm not out there going and trying to chase girls or anything. I just want to do it God's way, you know. Amen. Amen. 
Well, good for you for calling in and asking for prayer for that. And, yes. um, you know, I would get with your pastor, and I would get uh-huh. with a, a Christian counselor, somebody that you yes. can spend some quality time with. I mean, thank you for calling me on the radio and asking me to pray uh-huh. with you. But, you know, yeah. uh, a couple of a couple of minute prayer, uh, uh-huh. as much as... As much as, as as we know the power of God works through prayer, I would yes. like to see you, uh, uh, you know, in in a relationship with, with with a Christian counselor who can spend time with you and really work through this and see you know uh-huh. where where the Lord would have you. But Father, I just pray for my brother Jeffrey. I thank you for his life. I thank you for his service to his country. But most of all, I thank you for his heart for you, Lord. That he's given his heart, he's given his life to you, Lord. And he's recognized, Father, that uh, this relationship is just not working. That it, it's it's just not right living together without having the covenant of marriage to cover his relationship. That banner, Lord, that covenant, Father, is a sanctified uh, uh, relationship that, that, that you created. You created the covenant of marriage. And we thank you, Lord, for that. And I thank you, Lord, for Jeffrey, that you've convicted his heart. But, Father, we just pray, Lord, that you would lead him, that you would guide him, that you would give him wisdom, and that you would lead him to sound counsel, Lord, that there would be men in his life, Lord, that would be counseling him with the counsel of God, with the wisdom of God given by the Holy Spirit. Father, I just thank you and I praise you, Lord. And I pray that you would lead him, Lord. If he would be, you know, if he's to stay in this relationship or if he's to move on, and seek some other relationship. Lord, I pray that you would lead him, that you would guide him. But Lord, give him the peace of God that surpasses all understanding to know that he can rest in you, knowing, Lord, that you will take him to that place of covenant relationship, that you will take him to that place, to that woman, Lord, that you've chosen for him, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that his eyes would be opened, that his mind would be clear, and that his heart yeah. would be receptive to the leading and the prompting of the Holy Spirit. I just pray a blessing upon Jeffrey, Lord, a blessing, yeah. Father, that only can come from you. Lord, I yeah. pray in Jesus, Jesus' magnificent name, Jesus. we thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Hey, thank you. I really needed that. Man. Hey, God bless you, man. And you just you too, seek brother. the Lord and, you know, get with your pastor. Talk, give give him a talk tomorrow when you when you see him. You know, stay after church and maybe just, just spend 10 minutes with him and tell him where you're at and tell him what you're, you know, where you're, where you're headed or, you know, what you, what you desire from the Lord and see if there's, you know, someone that he knows that he can direct you to or I'll even give you a phone number, 1-800-NEW-LIFE. You know, there's okay. there's people there that can counsel you and can can get you to a Christian counselor. One eight hundred New Life. They're good people and they're right where okay. you need them to be. You know, they're, they're, this is their ministry is relationships okay. and 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 marriage and 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 everything that goes with it. So one eight hundred New Life, or get with your pastor and get with a, a Christian counselor and just seek the Lord in prayer. Keep keep doing what you're doing. Pray. And seek the Lord, and okay. like I said, like I was praying, let your eyes be yeah. wide open, man. Don't 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 get caught up in the world. Don't get caught up in the lust of the world because it doesn't work. Right. Amen. Right. All right. Thank you, my okay. man. Okay. God bless you. You too, my man. Thank you. Good night. And if you'd like to call in tonight, if you have a prayer request, you know, if you have a question, something you'd like to talk about, call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five. Five 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 two. That's one eight 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 
995-595-5552. Uh, we're going to go to our next caller. We're going to talk to Monica. Hi, Monica. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello. Uh, my name is Martha. Oh, I'm Martha, I'm sorry. That's okay. I wanted to thank God for ending this uh, war that people say we've been in mm-hmm. for so long. And I also, I'm moving, and I would like that blessing on that. It's something that I financially have to do, and I hope it goes well. And I'd like the Lord to bless me on that. Amen. It's something I have no no choice about. Well, Father, we just pray for Martha, Lord. Lord, we lift this request up to you. You said that this is the confidence we can have, that when we pray according to your will, Lord, that you hear us. And if we know that you hear us, then we know we have the request that we ask. Father, we pray for your perfect will to be accomplished in Martha's life, Lord, that you would provide all that is needed for this move, Lord, that you would protect her through this move, that you would guide her through this move, Lord, that everything needed for this move, would be provided for by the power of God, by the will of God, and, and, and given by the Holy Spirit. Father, we just pray, according to your will, that you would do all that you desire to do in Martha's life, Lord. Provide for her financially. Provide for her, for her physically, Lord, for her health. Provide every need, everything that's needed, Father, to make this move, Lord. And that it would be quick, that it would be safe, and that it would be accomplished. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you, Martha. Thanks for calling in tonight. God bless. Again, if you'd like to call in tonight, the number is 1-888-995-5552. You can call in with your prayer requests. You can call in with your uh, Bible questions. You can call in with your praise reports. Uh, If you're thankful, you know, we just celebrated Thanksgiving. If you want to just be thankful for something, for someone in your life, for something that the Lord has done, I encourage you to call in at one eight 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 nine nine five fifty five fifty two. Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Well, well, I know. Well, I know I've been calling the Gypsy Christian line since ten years. But how are you doing, Sammy? <laughs> doing good, man. Doing good. Thankful for and being here. Calls, everybody. Everybody's good. Everybody's good. How we was all... your Thanksgiving? Very well, thank you. Very, very I peaceful. Bet you went Black Friday shopping. Was crazy, no, right? didn't go Black Friday shopping. No, stayed home. <laughs> I'm just joking no. with you, Sammy. Uh, can you pray for Nancy? Because Nancy was back in the hospital, uh, very bad sick. Water was on her heart. Now they had to give her a jacket to wear for her heart. She's very bad sick for three could you, months. Could you do me a favor, Jeremiah? Bad. Text me uh, Lonnie's number when you get a chance. Uh, if you've got his phone number, text me his number. I'd like to call him and just check up on those guys. So let's pray. Okay. We come before you in prayer because you called us to come before you in prayer. You've urged us to come before you in prayer. And we come, Mugodad. And we ask your blessing for Nancy, Mugodad. We ask your blessing upon her heart, Mugodad. We ask your healing upon her body and upon her heart, Mugodad, that you would take the heart failure away, that you would give strength to that heart muscle, that you would do amazing work, Mugodad, that only you can do. Father, I want to hear an amazing report. I desire to hear that the doctors are astounded 
How did this happen? It's a miracle. And we attribute all miracles to you, Lord. We give you the honor and the glory. Lord, we desire to see signs and wonders, healings and miracles that can only be from the hand of a mighty and awesome God who does abundantly beyond what we ask. So, Father, I thank you. I praise you, Lord. I thank you for Lonnie and Nancy. And I thank you for her healing, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Jesus' name, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Can you pray for me, Sammy? I need some prayer. And Lord, we pray for Jeremiah. We come before you as always, Lord, and we ask your blessing upon him, upon his mom, upon their life, Lord. Father, that you would provide for all of their needs according to your riches and glory. Lord. We pray for a house, an apartment. We pray for for, for, for the abundant prosperity, Lord, from your hand, Lord, that you would open up the, the gates of heaven, Lord, that you would pour out uh, a blessing more than they can hold, Lord. I just pray, Father, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well, God bless you, Sammy. God Have bless a you. Happy, uh, happy late Thanksgiving. Thank you, thank you. And see if you if you can get uh, Lonnie's number, please text it over to me, okay? Okay, your number is so. No, no, don't don't say my number over the air. That's okay. okay All right, yeah, God okay. bless. But I got your number. Right, I know you have my number. Yes. All right, God bless. Okay, okay, Sammy. Thank you. Good night. Okay, uh, let's go to our next caller and if you'd like to call in again let me let me just remind you again you know we are a one-hour program we're almost halfway through the program so if you'd like to call in call in early we want to get to your phone call the number is 1-888-995-5552 that's 1-888-995-5552 also i have a prayer request would you pray that the lord would lead us and guide us and direct us for this program there's some things coming up that we want to maybe accomplish, maybe we want to do. Uh, and we're just seeking the Lord's will, uh, even on for Friday nights. Uh, we've got some announcements coming up that we want to uh, just make sure that this is what the, the direction that the Lord is leading. So there's some things that, that, that's on our heart. And uh, just pray for us, pray for me, that the Lord would lead me, guide me, direct me, and that the, the Lord's will would be done. Uh, we're hoping to, to do some things, and we're seeing if this is what the Lord would have us do. Uh, I will make probably an announcement pretty soon and let you guys know how how the Lord is leading. But please keep me in prayer that the Lord would uh, would show me, uh, direct me uh, according to His will. Uh, again, the phone number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for your live calls if you have if you need prayer or you know somebody who needs prayer if you'd like to ask a bible question a question about christianity call in tonight 888-995-5552 let's go back to the phone lines and talk to eric hey eric you're on the air how can we help you tonight hi sam hi i believe in jesus i believe in jesus i'm a christian sam yes but i feel this temptation from the demon okay okay I'm masturbating. Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there, Eric. First of all, first of all, it's not always a demon. You know, it's not always a demon that tempts you. The Bible tells us that we are tempted by our own flesh. James tells us, do not be carried away by by, 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 by the flesh. 
And uh, okay. and First Corinthians tells us that no temptation has come upon us that is not common to man. All temptation okay. is common to man. It's not a demon, Eric. It's not a demon. Okay. Okay. But we, sometimes we, sometimes we give too much credit to demons, and when when really and truly we should be looking not outward to demon to 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 what to to the demon to the demonic world. We should be looking inward and seeing what's going on inside us. Why am I so tempted in this area? You know, uh, what, you know, I have to ask, you know, what are you filling your mind with, Eric? What are you, what do you watch? Are you watching things you shouldn't be watching? Are you seeing, no, looking at watching. things? No, I oh. read my Bible. Okay. Pray, but I masturbate and well, smoke. Is that a big sin? It's a sin. It's a sin. It's a sin that needs to be dealt with. It's a sin that needs to be sanctified. It's a sin that needs to be eliminated by the power of God. You know, uh, the Bible calls us to, you know, Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey me. You know, and if you, if you, you know, if you're, if you're addicted to any type of activity, then it needs to be brought under the power of God. It needs to be brought, brought under the blood of Christ. And yes, temptation is, temptation is common to man, but temptation has been overcome through the power of Jesus Christ. Uh, And it's not, it's not a demon that's tempting you. Eric, it's it's your own addictive behavior. You've gotten into an yes. addictive behavior here, and it needs to be dealt with in a way that is honorable to God for, and honorable to you. Yes. Let me ask you a question. For masturbation, will I not go to heaven? Will that keep me from heaven? Well, sin is sin, and it needs to be dealt with. It needs to be it needs yes. to be repented from. It needs to be. Repented from it, it needs to be brought under the blood of Christ. And the grace of God okay. is able to do all of that when you surrender it to God. We need to surrender sin to God. Whatever is Perfect. sin in our life okay. needs to be surrendered to God. It needs to be brought under the blood of Christ and, and, and allow Him to change things in your life. You know, you need to get in. I would, I would encourage you to get into a men's group who deals with these type of things. You know, there's there are men's groups uh, 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 in churches. There are men's I don't know, do you go to church, Eric? Yes, I do, every Sunday. Okay, talk to your pastor and ask him if there is a men's group that you can join or a men's group that he knows that deals with this type of, of condition, that de- deals with this type of temptation, so that you can talk to other men and be encouraged by other men that uh, that have that have dealt with this situation, that have dealt with this temptation, and it'll help you. It will help you because you need to be accountable uh, to God and to man. And there are men's groups that can help you. Uh, and I, I know this is an ongoing problem uh, in your life, and it's a problem that many men deal with. And it should be yes. uh, uh, talked about in a safe uh, a place where where you won't be, you know, judged. But that you will be encouraged, and you will be, uh, 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 like I said, encouraged to 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 conquer uh, this problem. So, Father, I just pray for Eric, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would open his eyes, Lord. That it's not demons; demons are not tempting him. We're all tempted by our own uh, fleshly desires, Lord. We're all tempted by, by by what what goes on in the world, Father. So, I just pray, Lord, that you would. Close his eyes, Lord, to the world and open his heart to you, that your Holy Spirit would minister to him, that your Holy Spirit would be uh, 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 just 
open to that he would be open to the ministering power of your holy spirit and that you would cover him with your grace cover him with your mercy but most of all fill him with your power lord to overcome temptation and sin that he would be able to reach out as he's reaching out tonight lord in prayer to this radio program help him to reach out to his pastor and reach out to other men lord for encouragement for 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 help lord to overcome this power of temptation. I pray, Lord, for your perfect will to be done in Jesus' name, Lord. Bless Eric, Lord, as he seeks you, as he desires you. Lord, that he would, the sanctifying power of the Holy Spirit would be upon him in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you, Thank Eric. You, I hope you'll take I'll my advice and, and get with your pastor tomorrow. Talk to him. Okay. All right. God bless. God bless. Okay. God bless. Good night. Good night. Well, praise the Lord. We're just a little bit more than halfway through the program. I would encourage you, uh, if you have a prayer request, if you have a Bible question, if there's something on your mind tonight that you need to talk about, that you want to talk about, that you want to bring out into the light, you know, what's going on in your life? You know, we're all uh, tempted in some way. The the, the enemy is always tempting us. Uh, The world is always tempting us. And most of all, like I was telling Eric, our flesh is always tempting us. But no temptation has come upon us that is not common to man. But with every temptation, God has given the escape. He's given the answer. And the answer is Jesus Christ. The answer is the Holy Spirit, the power of God in our life. So if there's something that you need to confess, if there's something you need to bring into the light, if there's something that you need help with, I encourage you, talk to your pastor. Find a a group, either a men's group or a women's group, whatever the case is, if you're a man, you need to be with other men. If you're a woman, you need to be with other women in groups that will talk about things openly, transparently, without guilt and without shame, but through the power of the Holy Spirit, seeking the Lord's help, seeking the Lord. You know, not enough people deal. You know, where a lot of people, a lot of Christians are in denial. Well, it's not so bad. I'm not as bad as, you know, how about comparisons? Well, I'm not as bad as that person, and I'm not doing this. It's not that bad. It's not as bad as this, or it's not as bad as that. You know, you can't compare. Sin is sin. And if the Bible says it's, it's, it's wrong, then it's wrong, and we need to deal with it. Don't be in denial. Let your eyes be open. Let your heart be open to the power of God and deal with it. There's an anonymous caller whose prayer request is for wisdom, strength, and health. So, Father, we just pray for this anonymous caller. I pray for your wisdom. I pray for your strength. And I pray, Lord, that you would bestow health upon this person, Father, whatever they're ailing with, whatever they're dealing with in their body, Lord, I just pray for a, a, a physical healing. Whatever they're dealing with in their spirit, Lord, I just pray for spiritual healing, Lord. Touch them, Lord, and that they would be touched by the power of God from the from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet, Lord, that they would experience you and your love and your grace, your strength, your power. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, we have been in 1 Corinthians. Just started our, 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 our study in 1 Corinthians. We were in the second chapter and uh, last week, and I want to continue in the second chapter. And, you know, this second chapter is, you know, Paul is preparing the Corinthians 
uh, he's been talking to them, and he's talking to them now, and he's you know he's preparing them for correction. He's preparing them for what he needs to tell them. You know, he's heard reports, and they've even sent him a letter, and they've asked him questions about marriage. They've asked him questions about food offered up to idols and other subjects, and that, that comes later on in, 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 the, in the letter. But he's, at, he's going to answer their questions, but he's also going to correct some of their practices. And he says, when I came to you, I did not come with superiority of speech or of wisdom, proclaiming to you the testimony of God. Paul, like I said, is preparing the Corinthians for what's to come, for what's to come on later on in his letter. He's telling him, remember when I came? Remember when I spent a year and a half with you? Remember when I was preaching to you, when I was testifying to you about Jesus Christ? I didn't come to you uh, with, with fancy words. I didn't come to you with uh, showing off my wisdom. And you know, the, 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 the Corinthians were used to that. They were used to showy people trying to show off their, their wisdom, showing off what they knew about philosophy, you know, because the Greeks were like that. The Greeks uh, valued wisdom and knowledge above all things. And he's saying, you know, when I came to you, I preached to you with simplicity, not using big words, not using fancy uh, speech, but I talked in a way that you could understand. I didn't come to you bringing doctrine. I didn't come to you bringing theology. I brought you the simple message of the gospel. He's telling him to remember the simple message of the gospel. The simple message of Jesus Christ, his grace, his mercy, Christ crucified. That is the message of the gospel. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whoever would believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. Christ crucified. The good news of Jesus Christ. That's the gospel. And he's saying, when I came to you, I didn't use fancy words. I didn't use fancy speech. I didn't try and bring you doctrine. I didn't bring you theology. I didn't come to explain God to you. I came to reveal God to you. To reveal his son. And like I said, this is different than what they were used to. You know, like I said, Greeks wanted to show off their wisdom. They wanted to show off, you know, they were very showy kind of people. You know, uh, this is what they were used to. But Paul said, I, I didn't come to you like that. Remember how I came to you. It says in, in the second verse, For I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. He didn't talk or preach about anything else. It was all about Jesus and the gospel of Christ. In the third verse he says, And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my message and my preaching were not in persuasive words. I didn't try and win you over persuasively. I didn't make a good argument. I didn't try and argue with you. I didn't try and persuade you. I didn't try to bring you over to the to my way of thinking. My it says I didn't. I, 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 my mess, my preaching were not in persuasive words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power so that your faith would not rest on the wisdom of men, but on the power of God. How awesome is that? You know, I didn't try and persuade you with my own words. I didn't try and persuade you with my wisdom. I wanted to show you the wisdom and the power of God. 
I wanted to demonstrate the spirit of power, the Holy Spirit of power, so that when you came to faith, when you would, you know, give your life to God, it wouldn't be because of me, but because of what God had showed you. Not because of what I said, but because of what, how you felt when the Word of God spoke to your heart. You know, I remember in the book of Acts, when Peter preached his great sermon, it says that they were pierced to their heart. When, Jesus, when, when Peter preached to them, Christ crucified, this, this Jesus who you crucified, they were pierced to their hearts. And I know Paul might be thinking, you know, I want them to be pierced to their heart, not because of what I say, but because of what the Holy Spirit is speaking to them. He said, in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that they wouldn't be moved by Paul, but that they were moved by the Holy Spirit. And you know, he says that he came to them in fear and trembling. He didn't come to them as a powerhouse. And Paul was a powerhouse. Paul knew how to speak. Paul knew how to address a crowd. Paul spoke in the synagogues. You know, just look in the, if you, you know, Paul was a powerhouse kind of guy. You can see that in the book of Acts, you know. But he didn't come to them as a powerhouse. He came to them in meekness, you know, power under control. Paul kept himself under control. He determined to know nothing among them except Jesus Christ. Paul knew the scriptures. He knew the word of God. He knew the Old Testament. But he put all that aside. And he determined. He chose to know nothing of, nothing except Jesus Christ, to preach nothing to them except Jesus and Jesus Christ crucified. And shouldn't that be what we do? Don't get all caught up in doctrine or theology. And you know, doctrine is so important. You know, the doctrine that we have, you know, Paul, you know, Paul's going to give him doctrine. But that's not the first thing he gave him. The first thing he gave them was the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if anybody knows me, you know that I love the teachings of the Bible. I love doctrine. I love theology, the study of God. That's all theology is, the study of God. You know, theos is, is God. Is, is, I believe it's the Greek for God. And ology is the study of, you know. Well, the, uh, all ologies are the study of that particular thing. You know, uh, there, there's, there's many ologies, but theology is the greatest one of them all. And if anybody knows me, you know I love doctrine, I love theology, but that's not my utmost, most important thing. The most important thing, you know, theology and doctrine is not my utmost message. Yes, I, I, I enjoy doctrine, I enjoy theology, but what's going to save a person is is the gospel. And Paul knew that better than anybody else. And he preached the gospel. And you know what the simple gospel is? That God loves you. And he sent his son for you. If you share that with somebody, that's all you need to do. You know, that's what's going to pierce their heart. That's what's going to reach their heart. When they realize that God loves them. There is a God in heaven who loves us. There's a God in heaven who loves you, who loves your neighbor. You know, I was talking to a friend earlier tonight, and we were talking about somebody who's just he doesn't get along with. And I asked him, you know, did you did you did you invite him to church? Have you ever witnessed to them? And you know, I saw a smile come on his face. And, you know, you know, I should do that. Yeah, 
We need to love people, even the unlovable, because God loved us, and we're unlovable. And that's the grace of God. That's the mercy of God. And you never know who, you never know how God might use you to reach somebody, even somebody that irritates you, even somebody that, 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 that gets, just, just gets on your bad side. Love them. Love them in Jesus' name. Love them in the power of God and share with them the simple gospel. You don't have to make a big argument. You know, we're not here to win points, to win arguments. We're here to win souls. You know, I'd like to lose an argument and win a soul. I really would. I'd rather, I'd rather lose an argument and win the soul. I don't need to be right. I like to be right. I don't need to be right. I need to be a vessel. We don't need to be right. We need to be vessels of the Holy Spirit. And that's what Paul was. He was a vessel of the Holy Spirit. He lived with them for a year and a half, and he gave them the simple gospel of Jesus Christ. Don't make it complicated. Just tell them God loves you. God loves you, and he sent his son to die for you, to forgive your sins. Paul didn't try to persuade them with his wisdom. He didn't try to show them his knowledge, even though he had both. He was a powerhouse. I encourage you, read about Paul in the book of Acts. You know, he was a powerhouse, even before he became a Christian. He was a powerhouse when he was zealous for the word of God, even when he was persecuting and killing Christians. You know, he was the leader of the gang that stoned Stephen. He got letters from the high priests to go from city to city and persecute Christians and imprison them. And that's where he was. He was on his way to Damascus when Jesus met with him and said, Paul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Lord, who am I, how am I persecuting you? And Jesus gave him a good talking to there on the road to Damascus and changed Paul's life. That's when Saul became Paul, Paul the Apostle. So he's telling him, be led by the Holy Spirit so that if, and not just if, but when they believed, it wouldn't be because of Paul's ability, but because of the truth and the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what we want. We want the truth and we want the power of the Holy Spirit to pierce the heart and bring the soul to Christ. You know, and that's when it's real. You know, it's not real when I persuade you. It's not real when, 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 when a person receives the Lord because they, they heard a good argument. That's intellectual. That's with the mind. You don't receive Christ with the mind. Or I shouldn't say that. I should say you don't receive Christ with just the mind, just because you heard the truth. You receive Christ in spirit and in truth, in the truth and in the spirit. You know, Jesus told the woman at the well, the time is coming and the time has now come when the Father is seeking those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. With the knowledge you receive and also with the, with, with the power of the Holy Spirit that moves your heart. You know, he wanted them to come not because of a good argument, but because they were touched, they were moved by the Holy Spirit. And like I said, that's when it's real. Don't come to God because you need healing. Don't come to God because you need to prosper 
Don't come to God because of some silly superstition. Well, if I if I give my life to God, then everything's going to be all right, then I can get the prikaza out of my life. No. No, you come to God because you have a true experience, a true born-again experience. It's because you realize you're a sinner and you need to be forgiven and be made right before God, and it only comes through repentance and believing in Jesus Christ. That's when it's real, when you're moved by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not real if you come for any other reason. We come because we know that we're sinners in need of a Savior. Let's go on to the six verses. It says, Yet we do speak wisdom. Now he's telling them, I didn't come to you speaking in wisdom or in, or in persuasive words. I came to you speaking the simple message of the gospel. And now he's saying, Yet we do speak wisdom among those who are mature. So what is he saying? You guys are not mature. We'll talk wisdom, we'll talk theology, we'll talk doctrine to those who are mature. A wisdom, however, not of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, who are passing away. He's saying, you know, there is a wisdom, a spiritual wisdom, power of God wisdom that's out there. But it's not of this age. It's not of the rulers of this age. Not by those who are in power. These are passing away. But we speak God's wisdom in a mystery. The hidden wisdom which God predestined before the ages to our glory. The wisdom which none of the rulers of this age has understood. For if they had understood it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. He's saying it's evident. It's evident that the rulers of this age, they don't understand They don't understand the mystery of the gospel. They don't understand the mystery because it's been hidden from them. You know, the the, the hidden wisdom of God. And what did Paul say in the the previous chapter? That God has confounded the wisdom of this world. To this world, the, the cross is foolishness who are being destroyed. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. The message of the cross is foolishness. You know, you talk to any intellectual, go to any college, university, and what will the professors tell you? Oh, Christianity is a myth. Christianity, it's silly to be, it's silly to believe in the Bible. It's foolishness to them. That's That's what the kids are learning today in college and schools, that the Bible is foolishness. Believing in God is foolishness. Believing that God create that there's a God that created the universe, that's foolishness. It's silly. But the Bible says those who are perishing consider it foolishness. But to us who are being saved, it is the power and the wisdom of God. A mystery revealed. Because we have the wisdom of God. The wisdom which none of the rulers of this age has understood, for if they had understood they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. You know, they crucif- you, you, you think that, 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 that Jesus Christ was crucified on the cross 2,000 years ago? He's still being crucified. Crucified by the world. To them, he has not been resurrected. To them, Jesus is dead. Only to us is Christ alive. Those who believe and know that he is alive and been resurrected. 
They crucified him then, they crucified him now. Every time they say it's foolishness. To those who are mature Christians, Paul is able to teach. He's able to teach more in-depth truths. He's able to teach theology. He's able to teach doctrines. These are the things, these are the truths that the unsaved cannot understand. They can't understand doctrine. They can't understand theology. They can't understand what Paul's saying. They don't understand what the Bible says about God because they don't believe there is a God. To them, it's a mystery, a mystery that cannot be solved because it takes the wisdom of God, the revelation of God to solve this mystery. It says, just as it is written, things which eye has not seen and ear has not heard and which have not entered the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those who love him. This is an amazing scripture. This should excite you. This should get you excited. Things that eye has not seen. What eye has not seen. No eye has seen the things in heaven. Yes, Isaiah got a glimpse. John got a glimpse. And we're just, it's amazingly described in the, in, in the books of the Bible. But they did not see truly, completely. It says, eye has not seen and ear has not heard. The sounds of heaven have not been heard by man. And it hasn't even entered into the heart of man. Your greatest imagination, the best thing that can happen to you in heaven, it doesn't even come close. It says, what eye has not seen, what ear has not heard, and what has not entered into the heart of man. All that God has prepared for those who love him. And this is a, a, a reference to Isaiah 64.4 and Isaiah 65.17. Your eye has not seen, no man's eye has seen the glory of, of, of heaven. No man has heard the sounds and the praises and the glory that is, that is in heaven. It hasn't even imagined, no man has imagined, it hasn't entered into the heart of man. It, it, it cannot be imagined. There's no mind that can imagine truly what heaven is like. It's beyond our comprehension. If that doesn't get you excited as a Christian, I don't know what will. Because the greatest imagination can imagine the glory and the beauty and the praise and the worship and all that's in store for those who love God. For to us, God has revealed them through the Spirit. Verse 10, for to us, God revealed them through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. You have the power of the Holy Spirit with living within you to reveal God's mysteries and God's plans. Now, does God do it totally and completely? No. He doesn't reveal all things to you. He doesn't reveal all things to anybody, but he can reveal those things that we need to know, the things that we need to experience. While the unsaved cannot understand the things of God, he has given us his Holy Spirit to reveal his very thoughts and truths to us. How is it that 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 that, that we can understand doctrine, that we can understand theology? How is it that we can get glimpses into the character and the attributes of God? How can we know his om, om, omnipotence? How can we know his omniscience, his omnipresence? Those are big words, but it just means how can we know that God is all-knowing, that he knows everything? How can we know that God is everywhere at one time? His presence is everywhere. He's here with us right now in this studio. And he's with people in China and in Russia and in Europe. He's everywhere at the same time. 
And how can we know that he's all-powerful and able to do abundantly beyond what we ask? How can we know this God? It's only through the power of the Holy Spirit who reveals him. He, he is the one who reveals God to us. He has given us the Holy Spirit to reveal his very thoughts and his truths. Verse 11, For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? No one can really know the thoughts of someone else, can they? There's no real true mind readers. Nobody can read somebody else's thoughts. Only the person himself knows his own thoughts. But even so, the thoughts of God, no one knows except the Spirit of God. Only the Holy Spirit knows the thoughts of God because he is God. Only the Holy Spirit can know what God is thinking at any time. Now, verse 12, now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God, which things we also speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. You know, something very special is going on here. Paul is telling us that if the Holy Spirit lives in us, if the Holy Spirit lives in you, he will reveal divine wisdom. James 1.5, if any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask from, whom, from him who gives freely and without reproach. God will give you his wisdom. God will give you his truth, his power, his strength, his ability if you will call upon the name of Christ, if you will call upon that name, the name which is above all names, call upon his name and seek him for all that he is, for all that he is, for who he is. And I hope you'll come out to L.A. Gypsy Church, 805 North First Avenue, every Friday night at 8 o'clock. Come out and worship with us. Let's worship this God who reveals himself to us. Let's Let's worship and get before the Lord. Let's read his word and study his word. Let's do all that would, that's in God's will for us to do. Come out to L.A. Gypsy Church, 8 o'clock Friday nights. Whew, well, if you can hear by the, by, the, by, by, by the music in the background, we're out of time. So I want to thank you. I'm thankful and I'm grateful for you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this time with us. And I hope you'll pray about encouraging us. I hope you'll pray about, you know, sending in your donations to help us stay on the air. But most of all, I I pray that you'll pray for this radio station, this radio program, and the ministry that the Lord would use it. Well, we'll be back here next Saturday night, God willing. So until then, God bless you and good night. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.